Episode 32, The Video Ideas Show. I'm a podcaster. Do I really need to make videos too? Well, you are listening to episode number 32 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I'm your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I'm really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in this episode number 32, I have five different types of videos I'm going to share with you that you can make as a podcaster or a content creator to get your video marketing campaign up and running. If you are new to video or not sure where to start, today's episode is going to be perfect for you. It's a good starting point to give you some ideas and inspiration to start making videos to promote your podcast and your brand. There is going to be future episodes on video, so don't worry. Today is really just to give you some examples of styles that you can start making today that I think fit well for podcasters. So, as always, let's start the show with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. And for those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, welcome. Ask Mike Anything. It's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about. Where are you struggling in your online business? Just head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a question and I will answer it in a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything. I was asked via email, do you recommend LED lighting for video and why? Well, yes, I do. LED lights are what I use. I can tell you that not all LED lights are the same, so you really have to be careful when buying. Really good LED lights, they can get pretty pricey, but I do have some good options for you today. And I just want you to be aware that many of the cheap LED lights that you see on Amazon or eBay, they're just plain bad. They'll usually have like a green or magenta tint. That's what most people complain about. They'll make you look sick or unnatural or they will flicker, which will ruin your video. Also, when buying LED lights, here's something to look for. The best LED lights, they brag about what is called CRI or Color Ratio Index. The only thing you really need to know about this term is that it's referring to color accuracy. Anything over 90 or 90, 95 is actually really good is considered top notch. So if an LED claims to have a CRI index of over 95, you can usually bet that the light is pretty good regardless of the cost. Many LED lights, they have variable white balance allowing you to change from tungsten, which is 3200 Kelvin, FYI, to daily to daylight, which is 5600K. This sounds pretty cool, but when you buy LED lights with variable temperature settings, you are sacrificing brightness power, so keep that in mind. I buy LED lights that are fixed daylight. That's 5600 Kelvin for maximum brightness, and I can control the white balance or the in the camera or with color gels. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's okay. Lighting took me years to understand. The best thing about LEDs, in my opinion, they're small, they're light. Most operate on a battery, so you don't need to plug them in, although you can. They generate almost no heat, which is really important since I'm in Florida. They also use little power, and most of them come with really convenient cases with diffusion panels and color gels and a ball head that you can mount to a light stand. I'm always very impressed with the accessories that come with LED products. I can say that I definitely recommend LED lights. Just do your homework and make sure that you're getting the best quality that you can. The brands that I use and recommend, I'm going to leave these all in the show notes. I use a brand that I like called ICANN. Generate are good and PhotoDeox are an Amazon type brand that are super cheap but also produce pretty good 
semi-bright light, and the colors are all good on these, okay? I'm also going to leave a link to a recent video by one of my favorite YouTube channels called Film Riot. If you're not familiar with Film Riot, definitely check them out. Ryan Conley just did a recent review of LEDs that he's really liking and recommending called by Aperture. And they're super inexpensive, but really good quality, according to Ryan. So I'll link a video to that so you can check that out. All right, episode number 32. Let's decide what types of videos we want to make. We all know that video is important in today's digital world. I'm going to go out on an opinion limb and say that if you are not doing some form of video today, your online brand is going to be irrelevant. Video is something everyone, including myself, has to take seriously and get involved with if they plan on succeeding online. Confession time, I am behind in my video production goals. I need to step up my game. I will be making many of the video styles I share with you today, and I hope you can implement some or all of them of what I share with you today. Today is as much a motivator for me as it is hopefully for you. So video can be challenging to do it well. In fact, it can be a real pain, and developing a workflow is absolutely essential. The file sizes are big, and sometimes you have to sync audio with multiple camera footage. Doing this all in post-production can be quite tricky and it's time-consuming. You might need to invest in lighting and microphones and tripods or light stands. I don't say any of this to discourage you, but like all things we do, there is a learning curve and video can be really tough. That is why I have hard drives full of vid videos that I've shot but never processed because it takes a lot of times, especially in post-production. You're going to find a video style though that works for you and that you can produce regularly and that will be your go-to. Fortunately today, technology and websites are working really hard to make video possible and easy to make for everyone. So there really are no excuses moving forward. While video cre creation is getting easier and the bar is being lowered, we do like high quality here. So don't lower your standards too much as your brand will suffer if you are just putting up videos with poor lighting or distraction or, you know, in the background or your audio sounds like you're in a tunnel. Keep it simple and streamlined, but let's always shoot for the high, highest quality you can, within reason, of course. Here are five styles of video that are relevant to podcasters today and very popular online. I'm going to list them first, then I'm going to give you a little description of what they are. So number one, behind the scenes videos. Number two, about me or promo videos. Number three, tutorials or screencast videos. Number four, gear reviews and product demonstrations. And number five, vlogging. Why should we make any of these videos? All of these videos serve multiple purposes, but as a podcaster, you want to increase engagement with your audience, establish your authority, teach and share your knowledge, show your authenticity and vulnerability, and market your products and services. I'm not gonna be able to explain exactly how to make these videos today, but I do just wanna give you an overview of each to start you thinking of how you can apply them to your own content marketing strategy. So here we go. Number one, behind the scenes. People like to see how other people work and do things. Show your desk or your workplace or your studio. Do a short video of your podcast setup and the gear you are using to make your podcasts. Behind the scene videos are interesting. They also have educational value as you, know, you can give someone an idea that they hadn't thought of before when they look at your setup. I think most people are real fans of behind the scenes videos and they can easily be done with your iPhone. Number two, about me video. Perhaps one of the harder videos to make, yet the most important videos you should make. Self-promotion videos are not easy for most people, including myself. But if you wanna build trust and engagement, there really is no better way. 
Having an About Me video on your homepage or your website, it's highly recommended. I made a quick one a few months ago that was not great. It's on my YouTube channel. But this is something that I really want to put more effort into and something I really encourage you to do. In today's world, we want to know, like, and trust our online teachers and podcasters and creators, and nothing brings in your audience like a good promo or an About Me video. Number three, gear reviews and product demonstrations. Oh boy, how I'm way behind on this one. I have so much gear that I want to share with you in the world and teach how to use it. Time is definitely getting the best of me in this department. Unboxing videos, for whatever reason, it's one of the most popular styles of videos online on YouTube. The next box you get from Amazon with a podcast gear item, consider making a video of you opening the package. Or give an honest review of a tool you use as a teaching moment for others who may be considering purchasing. Sky's the limit in this category, but I'm going to tell you that to do product videos well, you're going to have to step up your game. These types of videos usually require multiple cameras with different angles and B-roll, etc. Nice lighting, usually scene setups as well. You don't have to be super elaborate, but the best product and gear reviews are pretty well done. You need a DSLR camera for most cases, a GoPro or an iPhone with, you need good audio as well and lighting to go with it. So the rewards are big. They could be profitable. The good product reviewers, they're making money from affiliate links as people buy the products based on their review. And oftentimes companies start sending them products to review. So it could be really good exposure for you. Number four, tutorials and screencasting. This is my wheelhouse. And although I feel behind in this category right now, this is where my focus is. And I can tell you, it's probably one of the best and easiest ways to get started in video especially if you're camera shy and just want to get started learning how to edit video. Screencasting software such as ScreenFlow or my new favorite Camtasia records you and your webcam and the screen of your computer and your voice all simultaneously. Pretty cool. These are often referred to as over-the-shoulder videos as you are showing others your computer screen and exactly how you use Photoshop or whatever it is that you're teaching. Screencasts are also great for giving keynote presentation or pretty much share anything you can do on your computer. The great thing about screencasting is that it record you and your screen on different screens or on different tracks so you can decide whether you want to be on the camera or not. A final benefit of the software used to make screencasts, they are called nonlinear editors, which are the standard for video editing programs like Adobe Premiere and Final Cut. So they're really good warm-ups to learning how to edit videos in a pro version software. Finally, number five, vlogging. Find your inner Casey Neistat and record day in the life videos. Vlogging is very popular today and it is essentially you following yourself around with a camera and sharing your life with the world. Done well, vlogging can be really interesting, entertaining, and even educational, or they can be really bad. These can be similar to behind the scenes videos, but vlogs are more trying to capture glimpses of your life in real time. Daily vlogging has really no appeal to me, but I am testing Snapchat, which is kind of the easy version of vlogging. Many podcasters like John Lee Dumas and Cliff Ravenscraft are having great success with Snapchat. So definitely check that out as an option. Podcast listeners, they already feel like they know you from listening, but sharing your daily life takes us to a new level. The best vlogs or Snapchats, they're intentional with story and purpose and not just rambling about what you had for breakfast or your cat. So keep those that in mind as well. 
Vlogging can be very good for podcasters if you have the personality for it. For me, I'm going to give Snapchat a fair shake because many believe that it is the social media channel of the future. So do what is good for you. All right. In conclusion, online video is replacing TV. Just so you know. When you want to learn something, what's the first thing you do? Yep, you head to YouTube and you search for something. What if I wanted to learn about different styles of video and I found a video from a podcaster who teaches technology and I thought this guy was pretty helpful. I like his style, I learned a lot. Well, let me go check out his website. Oh, cool, he has a podcast all about things that I love to do also. Man, I'm so glad I found his video on YouTube and can't wait to binge listen to his entire library of podcasts. You see why video is relevant to audio podcasters? It's all about relationship building and engagement and being discovered. Video is just one more form of relationship marketing and a tool to share your knowledge, teach, or just let people behind the scenes into your world to create more interaction with your audience and to build trust. The name of the game is being authentic and video is a really powerful tool to get this done. And just to recap, the five types of videos we discussed today that you can start making with an iPhone or a webcam or the camera that you have on you are number one, behind the scenes videos. Show your space or your studio. Number two, about me. This is your promo or your bio video. Introduce yourself. Number three, gear interviews and product demonstrations. How do I use this thing? Number four, tutorials. Teach what you know using screencasting software. Number five, daily vlogging. Whether it's the traditional vlogging or using Snapchat, this is going to be out of my comfort zone, but it is something that I think is important and really good for podcasters. So I encourage you to kind of give this last one a shot as well. The videos I mentioned today are just to give you a little bit of a jump start or spark an idea, or give you some inspiration, but be creative. Use video that is authentic to your style and voice and try to stand out from the crowd a little bit. Be unique and crafty. Find new ways to grow your podcast audience or engage your listeners using video. So one technique that I think is brilliantly done by Sean McCabe from Sean West TV is he makes two to four minute video trailers of each podcast episode. I really like this concept and I hope to implement something similar for my podcast. Not only do you get Google love on YouTube for content to promote your podcast, but it's also valuable for potential listeners. They get a sneak peek of the podcast episode to determine whether the topic is something they want to know more about. Video is marketing, but it is also a great medium to deliver value. Never forget this. Okay, so we know that video is here to stay. It is the standard of marketing. It will be in the future. Your podcast and brand will depend on video, whether it be live broadcasting or streaming or pre-recorded videos like we discussed today. Be creative, be genuine, and always be practicing your craft. Video is a lot of work, but the payoffs are definitely worth the effort. More to come on video in the future, but that's all for today. As always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate every one of you. If you have a question for Ask Mike Anything, head on over to MikeMurphy.co, leave me a voicemail, or fill out the Ask Mike form. While you're on the site, you'll also see a big blue button that says Join My Facebook Group. I'd love for you to do that, or you can join my weekly newsletter that comes out every Friday if you haven't already done so. So I know the end of the episode, I'm asking you to do all these things, but I have one last favor from you, and it's a big one. I want to hear from listeners that I haven't already heard from. 
I talk a lot about engagement. Well, I'd like to hear from you. If you're out there, just drop me an email at mike at mikemurphy.co or fill out the form on the website. It comes right to me. Say hello or give me some feedback or tell me what you want to know more about in the show and upcoming shows. I want this podcast to be all about me helping and inspiring you and engaging back and forth. So send me an email, mike at mikemurphy.co. Just say hello, introduce yourself, tell me what you're up to, but I'd love to hear from you. And that's it for today. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band, and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.